what was your idea behind this um, this video about the supermarket of ideas? And uh, where how did you get to a critique of Leninism from that? So when I uh, when I started university in the end of 2016, I um, one of the first things I did was try and find the local leftists and, and try and get involved. I'm pretty much the only group active at my university, University, university of Sussex in uh, England, was uh, the Marxist Society uh, as an arm of the international Marxist tendency, mm. which are a uh, essentially the uh, inheritors of the militants from the 70s. Uh, very big Trotskyist group. Very um, big, and for people that don't know, um, we had mentioned that they had done entryism into the Labour Party, but there were famously entire um, city councils like Liverpool, where they were essentially run by this by these Trotskyists and mm -hmm. extremely, extremely, or at least relatively extremely militant uh, in defense of uh, not just public provision, but also of the working class as the sort of labor, first labor governments, and then the Thatcher government really, really pulls out the big guns to, to, to break the back of the organized working class. Mm. Yeah, no, they really, uh, they had a lot of success in their time. Like, they, they were a big deal. Um, but then they split into two different groups, the militant, um, based on the question of do we want to do entryism or do we want to make our own party? And the IMT were the bigger one that stuck with entryism. And, um, and yeah, so uh, I don't know if, any, if anyone knows any of the names. Uh, Alan Woods? Uh, I've heard the name, yeah. Yeah, he, he's the head of the IMT right now. He's done some books and stuff. Um. So so yeah, uh, th th that that was the org. Basically, the only org active on my campus. I got involved. I didn't really know anything about this at the time. Um, I, I was still very, I, I I was very firm in my understanding of um, leftism and Marxism at the time. Again, not nearly as much as I am now. I, I would have still called myself a Leninist back then. I never called myself a Trotskyist. Um, but I I, I chalked that up to just like you know just a disagreement. But I still vaguely. Agree with the goals of socialism and blah blah blah. So I'm happy to get involved and help out and, and all that. And I did really get involved. Uh, I uh, was on the committee of the society within the year that I joined. Um, and uh, and yeah, I, I got I went to the um, the organisational conferences uh, held in London and stuff like that and other events and, uh, and and yeah, I became like a paying member. <laughs> you know, uh, I I really threw threw myself at it. Um, but basically, o over the years, and this again coincides with what I referred to in the first part of the podcast about this kind of turning point in my education where I departed from London specifically and moved towards a more anti-work position. Um, when I started picking up those ideas, it became more and more apparent how opposed I was to a lot of the kind of principles of Trotskyism and stuff. Uh, and Leninism as a whole um, and then the thing is when I disagreed more and more with their kind of explicit goals it became harder and harder to put up with the things like newspaper selling and stuff like I would still before that I would I would I never thought newspaper selling was a good idea but I'd be like you know what I'll, I'll help out I'll try and sell a few newspapers and we'll see how it goes but but that by that point it was like well why why am I doing something that's so stupid um, <laughs> but did you uh, ever reach any people with newspaper selling 
I mean, you know, you, you would sell newspapers and presumably those people would read them and agree or disagree. And then during your time out there in the stand, you would talk to people passing by. And then maybe if you're on campus, you would find one or two people who then you invite to the uh, society meetings yeah. and stuff. And, so that they can become dues paying members. Exactly. Well. Exactly. Right. I mean, that's the thing. It really was. And this brings it into the second point where it's like I became very disillusioned with this group because it was very obvious that the Master Society there was just basically a recruitment ground to bring people into the membership. I mean, they the, all they would do is they would have these full-timers, like people who were paid by the organization to go around the country Oof. spreading their ideology and stuff. Great gig if you can get it, huh? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't imagine it paid that well, but I mean, you know, being a professional Trotskyist couldn't have been that bad, right? No, <laughs> like, no, no. And, um, you know, and every little bit helps. Maybe you get a part-time job or something like that. Yeah, and, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, but they what, what they would do, they'd have these full-timers who come down and then give talks, and that was the meeting. And then they would have a very structured discussion afterwards where you'd have to, have to put your hand up, and then you'd have um, the, the you know, be moderated. And then at the end, the official speaker would respond to everybody's points to make sure they have the last word and, and maintain that kind of party line type thing. Right. Um, and these weren't bad people for the most part. I mean, they did get a bit pushy with... Um, at one point, I was I was paying like the minimum membership fee, and oftentimes mm. when when they came down to talk to me, they were like, "We need to talk about uh, your membership fee, and you should be yeah. paying more." And, yeah, you know, if you think about it, it's only like you know an extra two pints a, a month. Sure, you <laughs> that. It's like, you know, it's like, okay, chill, man. Like anyway, yeah. anyway, you're like so, I'm so, staying at the bottom of the sliding scale. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so you know, even back then, I, I still kind of like was humoring them a bit, but again, as I kind of departed more and more, I, I became more cynical about it. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I, my experience with them really kind of made it clear just how kind of bad the situation is there. Um, again, it is these, these places where we should be bringing in a new generation of people into Marxism are just essentially recruitment grounds to try and extract money out of people. Um, there, there isn't uh, room for really interesting and, and free thinking discussion. It is very much just about pushing a party line. Um, and then on top of that, the actual organization itself just felt so stagnant. Like mm. they were still selling newspapers for a start. Um, and then, and then the actual conferences were very dry and very like, you know, and there was one point as well. And this, this really uh, hit, hit at home for me where, um, there was this Marxist student federation, which was primarily run by the IMT, but was, was involved with other orgs as well, or at least other orgs were like attending and stuff and there were like you know one two hundred students in this big conference room or whatever uh, and uh, one of the talks towards the end these other people uh in the open discussion from one of the other orgs got up and started having a go at the imt because mm. supposedly a bunch of people related to that group killed a bunch of their people in russia a hundred years ago oh yeah it really bad about that. yeah and, it's like, <laughs> and it just and we yeah, have the uh, we have the Spartacus League here. Have you heard of the Sparts before? I think that was one of the groups actually. Oh, okay. down that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so internationalism that. is real. Yeah, yeah. Sparts <laughs> over here. You guys got Sparts over there. Famously, uh, Sparts, which you know they have some good lines on stuff. I mean, wsws.org has good lines on stuff. There's plenty of uh, places where you could find good, you know, Marxist trot takes on things. But yeah. the, the chief practice, the praxis, I guess, as it were, for Sparts has always famously been to get up at, uh, you know, larger meetings and denounce other Trotskyist groups for being revisionists or that being campists right. yeah, yeah. or whatever, <laughs> which, as it turns out, has not got them very far in the last 50 years. Oh, wow. Years. I'm so surprised. <laughs> yeah. 
but but yeah so you know so it was stuff like that and just um and again even at the meetings and stuff half of them would just be rehashing these old debates of Kronstadt and did Lenin do anything wrong actually that was one of the main topics of discussion at this student federation meeting again was talking about how great Lenin was in fairness that was 2017 so that was the 100 yeah. year anniversary so I'll give it a pass but it's not like they'd be doing anything different any other it's like, so it's like, like topic of discussion Lenin did nothing wrong. Discuss. Yeah, literally. Yeah, yeah. 